we're here. We are here. We are live and we are here. And we are alive. And we are alive and we're alive and here. And now. Uh, we're alive in see, we're alive in smell, we're alive in taste, the coffee. We're also alive in different levels and dimensions Tell me of more. understanding of how we're alive, right? All right, you can't, just say, you can't just say sentences like that and then expect it to just go past that. Can you explain what you mean by that? You think we're alive in different dimensions of understanding? Is that what you said? Is that what you're telling me? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. You just, but that's I'm it? just, I'm sorry for going in there in like into that conversation hey, that fast. Okay. That is totally fine. Anything can Excuse happen me? on a spoken openness podcast. Anything can happen. That's this is point. episode yeah. eight, by the way. Nice. Uh, so thanks for joining us. If you are joining us in the present or in the future, it's probably hard to join we us in the past. But... Highly appreciate everyone's presence and encourage everyone to go have conversations and join conversations and follow along conversations because yeah. that's fun. It's fun and it's the purpose. It's the purpose. It's our purpose of this podcast. It's a mission. It's a vision. It's an all encompassing intention for nice. nice yeah. So welcome. Welcome. And welcome to you, my friend. Hope you're having welcome a nice day. To you. I appreciate your presence here. Um, appreciate my coffee and the fact that this technology exists. The and coffee allows technology us to create this, this yes. the the digital wormhole for information exchange and yeah, it's know? really like a digital wormhole in the sense that wormholes. Uh, there's that sci-fi idea that you can make a wormhole and you can take the fabric of space and you can make that wormhole between if here's a galaxy, here's a galaxy, they're so far away, but you can make a wormhole through the fabric so you can go that way instead of like all the way around. And that's what this technology is doing. It's like you're, you are in Mexico, yeah. I'm in Canada and we're creating this wormhole through space and time literally so that we can literally. communicate how I, amazing i agree 100 percent. that's mind-blowing and let's not take it for granted it's like no i appreciate it yeah it's like airplanes um, explain <laughs> <laughs> the fact that all that iron and weight is actually lifting off and carrying everyone safely so many people in yeah with such a low um failure error, failure rate yeah yeah engineering aerodynamics should, dude people should be applauding yes after takeoff like woo, exciting yeah we should have like music and no, I'm just getting going too far. Celebration. Safe. Yeah. Three <laughs> days, three day celebrations. Yeah. <laughs> Your flight will be three hours and 45 minutes and the celebration will be three days. 
It's <laughs> a long celebration for um, Well, if you think like, about airplane and celebrations, that's like uh, cargo cults. You know about those things? Cargo cults? Cargo cults, yeah. I don't know about that. All right, well, I'm going to get so many of these details wrong, but here we go. Strap in. Uh, okay, I'm in, ready. In one Bring of the world wars, mm -hmm. um, I'll just leave it at that so I'm accurate. If you're vague, you can be accurate. That's how you do it. In one of the world wars? Hold on. That's, That's just the start. In one of the world wars. Is it the first or the second? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. In one of the world wars. One of them. Mm -hmm. uh, the U.S. would stop by some islands in the world. Some islands around some the islands. globe. Yeah. They would stop. Yeah. Okay. They would stop following along. And mm -hmm. the peoples who inhabited the island uh saw them come in these in these incredible and in, like things they thought they were like these insane cr creatures alien gods whatever they showed up and yeah. when they left like where the runway was uh years later decades later people have mm -hmm. gone back and they've created a whole spiritual religion around the arrival of those airplanes and of, of okay. the soldiers and they have outfits and they have ceremonies and i don't know i don't think that happens anymore but they would do <laughs> uh maybe yeah, I don't yeah know. of course but they would do maybe ceremonies rituals they would go on the day that they arrived and they would have these celebrations they would dress up okay okay okay, okay, uh, okay. so they they the cargo the military thing became a cult for them mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um became a religion they worshiped a religion them like, like yeah. gods it was like uh very cool of course, yeah. very cool very very wild um, yeah i'm sure that has something to do i'm sure that's related with the phenomena of superheroes um are we you just so, would just say that could be related. Are you, are you uh are you saying that there's real superheroes that have arrived and then we made stories about the superheroes? Explain the correlation. Of course they they arrive to the island in the sense that the <laughs> You've really lost the, me here. No, no, no. Listen to me. Follow I'm along. Listening, I'm listening. It's going somewhere. Yeah. The island would be the child's mind yeah. or the adolescent's mind. Right. And the arriving of the cargo or yeah. the or the symbol yeah. would be the comic book or yes. or now the the the, the movie yeah. or whatever the medium is that carries the video game the symbol and its meaning the video game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so. The relation has to do with how and why certain ideas they 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 conquer yeah. the the island. Yeah, and they stay there and they become important. They're and so worship, not only important but right. worship. Something about them is so unique and uh, and special has a special quality to it that 
makes it remain. It's the, um, yeah. yeah, the superhero is the, is the novel idea that, that is kind of, uh, extremely inspirational by its differentness to the everyday and, and that yeah. idea becomes, uh, and like a positive infection, like a, a meme that stays around because uh, it probably gives it probably gives something to aspire to. It gives an ideal in a similar way that the that the cargo cult might have seen um, the plane coming out of the sky as this sort of remarkable ideal, this remarkable new potential of saying yeah, that's, that's possible. Yeah. Uh, it's possible for someone to be caring and, and, and a hero. It's possible for someone to be a hero in the child's mind, right? Or, yeah, or it's, it's, only, it's only a consequence of plain ignorance. Um, it could be <laughs> both or, or it could have no substantial meaning but just out of ignorance and the extreme novelty of that thing presenting itself to right that reality right um it just something is only, out of yeah. not yeah out of right. not being able to explain it yeah. it becomes a deity right so you're saying right that's that's a good I'm point not, i'm not arguing you're, that i'm just saying that's another possibility right? right you're saying that novelty uh as it presents itself to an individual is only novel insofar as that person is uneducated or unaware enough that that thing exists yeah i'm saying i'm saying that yeah that's a variable possible variable but right. um i i also think you know the underlying meanings or or values in the symbol like you could say going back to the cargo the cargo called example mm -hmm. that like a huge um flying iron flying thing yeah um and the fact that it came to you that you did like yeah certain, yeah 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 you could you could figure out certain um, symbols or, or language embedded, yeah. meaning embedded in the... Yeah. Yeah. I so. was listening to Dan Carlin's uh, Wrath of the Cons again, um, mm -hmm. his podcast about the, the cons, and how he would make a statement when he arrived, or one of the only possible recorded statements by him was, when he destroyed this pl uh, like a, a like just completely destroyed a place leveled it fire rape and pillage everyone around and he would tell the people um basically your god is wrong because if your god was right like basically not saying he was wrong but saying you guys have been sin you guys have been sinning because if you haven't been sinning i wouldn't be here to punish you like basically i wouldn't have existed if you like he would basically play with those meanings of his yeah. arrival and make it super like intense and so they basically thought they deserved what he was 
what happened to the city. Well, he made them think. He that manipulated it was their fault. them into thinking it was their fault. And they... <laughs> yeah. So, what was the, you know, possible, um, the the possible healing of the scenario? What was like the resurrection possibility for oh. them? I don't because like if I, I have know. sinned, yeah, I've done wrong, and you're here and I'm suffering. Like, I don't know I'm, if it I'm, was. I'm assuming the I'm assuming the next obvious thing to ask is like what what should I do no. so that I'm not wrong? Yeah, the, well, it it changed in tactics in the different places they went, but a lot of it was like it doesn't matter what god you worship as long as you pray for our like success and our like he would make them like i don't care what religion you are just pray that the mongol people that like we are the best and that we succeed and that we have health and and all that stuff um super interesting but yeah i don't want to divert from from that idea but but that idea of uh attaching meaning to something can be so profound and i guess attaching meaning to something becomes way more important and way more profound the more novel something may be in your reality does that do you think that 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 is a, a true a truism that or a true statement that um even even if that meaning is not a fact right just the meaning you put on something is going to be more it's, important and more impactful the more novel that thing is to your reality right and do you think that happens like almost immediately um so so you attach meaning to anything new yeah almost immediately as a way to putting putting a label to it or classifying it in some category or hierarchy of your structure of reality um do you think but the, the natural i don't what i'm saying is i don't i think the we begin by placing meaning into something even though that it's not fact yeah and then furthering the inquiry and the exploration and the and the um, research yeah research. <laughs> yeah so that you get to the truth but that you can't just say oh i don't know until i know and i'm certain with facts you still have to attach like even if placeholder? it's abstract conceptual like a placeholder yeah and then that may may be substituted by scientific fact or a more rational solid based um explanation right or answer mm. I think it totally depends on maybe the intellectual practices and, and the way the society or whoever group, whatever group of people, the way that they behave. I think that's totally true and maybe a more Western rational hierarchy important in a, in a society that places rationalism highly. Maybe mm -hmm. they'll, they'll play, have a placeholder, but always be waiting out for the possibility of scientific dis discovery and verification and, and and evidence and all that all that stuff but i also yeah. going back to the the necessity of 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 putting a meaning on something immediately or or sort of the time frame that 
uh, we put meaning on things. Mm -hmm. I guess you could say that maybe those who attach meaning to something that's novel or something that's important or something that happens immediately in their environment, that somebody who puts a meaning on that quickly is maybe um, is maybe better off because if you this could be argued, but I think there's also I guess there's also the phenomena yeah, of, of there's also the phenomena of not putting a meaning onto something immediately and constantly going, why did that happen? What was that about that? You know, it must have been something. Was it something I did? Was it something that we all did? Uh, can I do something differently? And then there's sort of this massive existential angst that would occur from the inability of putting meaning onto something. Whereas, uh, <laughs> of course, I think um, which mm -hmm. yeah. Have you been have you been following the Sam Harris Jordan Peterson conversation? Uh, I I haven't. I I knew that there was. They had a conversation in Vancouver, and I guess there might be like a recording of that that leaked at some point, And I have been meaning to get on that, but uh, I haven't. Did you? So did I, you watch I think those? I think I think that's basically, you know the the matter of the conversation mm -hmm. um, where we were just arriving. Um, I, I watched the second one. Yeah. So they've had two public uh, sort of debate-like conversations. Yeah. yeah, they were in Vancouver. In Vancouver. And they're, yeah, they're on... Hundreds of dollars. I would have gone. They released the two conversations already. I don't remember the channel name. Yeah, I think they were leaked. The and... organizers. Right. Okay, they... I'm not, I'm not okay. sure if they were. They're or... official videos. I think so. Okay. Maybe. Not. Maybe yeah. Not. But they're there. Um, so I think what's basically going on, which is, of course, very complex, but what mm -hmm. we're saying is if you can, if that attaching of meaning is valuable. Yeah enough so that the career of the meaning yeah which is the religion and the system and the tradition sure um should be respected and and valued and kept in society um i think that's that's peterson's point as long as long as that belief system benefits the individual and the society in which he lives across time right. positively it's as long as it serves the right. moral landscape that like, we're all striving towards the idea of good and and it's like a pragmatic pragmatic uh viewpoint of of religious organizational structure yeah i would agree to, to yeah. that and then but but what I think Sam is saying okay. is we can get rid of all the belief and the attached meaning in the tradition and find new fact-based value system. Um, 
which I think Peterson calls the tra transcendental, what is it? Um, moralism. Okay. Moralism or something. Okay. So do you think I'm explaining it a little bit? I haven't seen it. So you're, you're giving me, I mean, I kind of know, right. but I think that's a si kind of a, a slight separate discussion, but they, uh, yeah, so. Right. But it, well, yeah, in my, in my view, it's practically the same question. If okay. we we're talking about attaching meaning to new stuff and right. And, and and you know dynamics in reality we don't understand yes and yeah. so that we immediately do that and we we do that through some sort of value system or or filter of pre pre-encoded understanding patterns yeah Mm -hmm. that would give meaning to anything new, even if that meaning is not a fact. Um, and so that has value, right? And, and an example of that is the handling of, of handguns. Um, if you're giving your handgun to someone else and it's completely unloaded, you would still check it and then show the other person and then if they're handling the, the person, they would still pretend as if they didn't know it's unloaded, even though they've just seen it, mm -hmm. they would check again. And so the fiction there that everyone is attaching to and believing in is treat every gun as if it was loaded, right? Mm -hmm. And you would want your children to attain to that fiction and it's a, Belief that is not true, but we act and embrace it as mm -hmm. if it were true because we're better off doing that in the long term. Right. Long, long term, because every once in a while, if you don't behave like that, people will accidentally shoot themselves. Right. Um, and it has happened before, so, so that we, and that's, I think, like a very close metaphor, like a very accurate metaphor for. Mm -hmm. how religions and the fictions in religions could benefit society and how attaching meaning to a to a different I'm sorry for this that's okay yeah if attaching untrue meaning to your understanding of reality is helpful or not if it or if it's in the long in the bigger picture understanding of it yes is it, is it valuable? Even though yeah. these traditions inflict a lot of suffering, unnecessary suffering, because of the fake beliefs and you know the radical mm -hmm. as aspects of religion, which we don't have to get into. But um, I think that's the main thing they're talking about. Even though, of course, there's a lot of layers of understanding to yeah. the conversation and and my my understanding and simplification of it may be very exaggerated or like oversimplified um, but still I think it's great 
starting point for conversation. And it took me a while to maybe have an idea of how important that was for me as a in a personal level. Like, should I try to find the true reason why I like, or should I try to dismiss every belief in my in my structure? Right. The uh... And I think we were, we were talking about this a little bit on the last uh, podcast about believing in something that uh, isn't verified by the scientific method or isn't known as a fact, but believing in something that um, changes your experience of the world in a positive way. And the question of whether or not um, that overall practice is beneficial or detrimental to somebody's well-being and whether it even matters if something's true or not. Um, I think that's a really interesting discussion because I can remember when stuff like um, uh, the magical properties of gems and stones and the belief that stones can yeah. heal you and that the frequencies align with different medical issues and can benefit you in different ways or raise your chakras mm -hmm. or energy systems and that that sort me. of belief that sort of belief in my mind i used to on the whole think was overall stupid, negative, idiotic, a waste of time. Um, all those people who practiced that stuff and believed in it were dumb and, and weren't very, like couldn't have rational thought and were spending tons of money and were sucked into a whole thing that was unhealthy for them on many levels. Um, mm -hmm. But if I consider that somebody taking up those practices, maybe it's through placebo effect, probably entirely through placebo effect and through yeah. the way they perceive it, getting some sort of actual physical and mental benefit from those practices, uh, that's something that you can't really dismiss. So then it becomes confusing about whether or not uh, to scoff or push away that the existence of those of those beliefs in a society when they fly in the face of rational thought or of scientific reductionist materialism or whatever you want to name extreme skepticism until massive amounts of peer-reviewed evidence exists um and uh, I think just just as a summary of or, or what I was thinking about before was this was that if you don't immediately place meaning or an understanding on a phenomena that occurs that flies in the face of, of maybe what you've experienced before. So you experience novelty. I would say that the Western, the modern Western 
mindset encourages you to not make any assumptions and to not place any meaning or understanding on that thing until it can be explained by something that is verified and accepted in in sort of the rational community experts scientists uh right so the recommendation the recommendation is you don't know until you've found evidence right so the value in saying i don't actually know yes and to and to avoid placing meaning and to avoid placing understanding and to only fully believe in things that are fact and yeah. and and provable fact and so but then you can't dismiss the the fact that you can find meaning in non-factual um yes. stories or not or yeah. like ideas beliefs, ideas beliefs yeah yeah and that's where it gets really confusing and i agree that that's some Mm -hmm. of the that's some of the discussion going on between peterson and harris but yeah but i think but i think the discussion can be extended uh if you take peterson's premise it can be extended from just story and it can be extended from just these these religious traditions and 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 it can be extended from that to anything to made up stuff to astrology to yeah yeah and and that's where it gets confusing mm -hmm. right that's where to me it gets confusing it also gets confusing in the way that it's unclear to what extent you're embracing non-factual belief because of of its positive attributes to society and i guess some point some point is let's dismiss it all together first of all because the the negative outcome it's so much greater than the positive and there and these extremes are devastations for humanity literally like let's address that first Mm-hmm. Right. So so he doesn't have an issue with people believing that he crystals can heal you. He has an issue for for like people believing stuff that would make them sacrifice their their children. Right. Um, or, or, or anything that could even be more extreme than, than that. And he's yeah. also saying that you could actually find the benefits um, through placebo or through other explanations that he's not entirely clear about. Yes. Um, but that he says are more fact-based than the the illusions of religion. And I'm not I'm not yeah. um, I'm not leaning on that side of the argument at all or on the other. But it's interesting that it's it's hard to understand the importance of how far do we take it should right. we dismiss it all together or should we keep some of these things like and then the the the, the gun handling example i think um really helps you kind of take a position right um, i don't think that the gun handling example is representative of the actual issue or what I think is 
I mean, it's it's one of the both end scenarios, and I don't really want to get into just trying to summarizing their points because people can go watch that mm -hmm. discussion. One hundred percent. But I think the gun example is just a fundamental safety procedure. It's just you know, it, it's like it's like knowing what the outcome could be if if you if you don't take every single precaution possible to making sure that it's there we know there's human error we know sometimes we think we put something somewhere and we forget about it so the natural impulse would be to double check everything when the consequence could be a human life because that's a because we value human life and the problem i the a, a more an example that i think is is Closer to what I think the issue here for me is in trying to understand how to think about this is mm -hmm. um, how do you approach things that involve belief when it does it isn't going to work if you approach it another way, like examining the placebo effect and understanding exactly how the belief in crystals might benefit your health taking that approach isn't going to work right in my mind because because you need to have the the faith in it without without trying to understanding the mechanisms behind it because placebo is essentially deceiving yourself and placebo yeah. is is essentially being confused you have to think the opposite of what something actually is in order so if for you, it to have an you, effect on you. If you understand the process, then placebo can't take place. If, if, if you do a study and you tell people, sometimes it has an effect, but it's much smaller. Mm -hmm. if, I, if I give you a sugar pill and I say, this is a headache medicine and you have a headache, it's gonna help you way more than if I say, here's a placebo pill, it probably will still help you because of the placebo effect. It's gonna. Yeah. It's not. It's nowhere near. So that. So that's the power of faith. That's the power of faith, and that's where. Mm -hmm. That's where, for me personally, it gets confusing about how to approach. Conceiving of reality and thinking that. The way you perceive the world, if you. Believe in things that aren't verified by fact or science, you're your life and your experience of the world can be better than if you focused entirely on fact-based or scientifically verified truths. And that's mm -hmm. like, like imagining the experience of someone in Egypt is so fascinating to me to think about how everything was imbued with unbelievable meaning and symbolism every single bird you saw every single face and the expression every single material thing every single weather change was this important event that had symbolic meaning and spiritual meaning and and yeah. evolution like just it was important everything was important but when yeah. you say everything is random everything is chance everything can be explained by systems that we can that we can replicate in 3d models and and computer models and we understand why things happen and it, and it has nothing to do with the with the mystical attributes that you're 
imbuing them with. Mm -hmm. But well, no, no one can say that. No one no can, one say can what? tell you. No one can tell you we understand how it all works and the system is this and like it's. Um, no. There's still some huge mysteries. Right. And but what we're they... still placing. I think. I think we're still placing. I yes. mean, that's the job of. Uh, uh, theoretical physicist they they come up with meaning that may or may not be true it's right it's, it's up to the to the okay to the so, guys that actually test the theory to decide right but um but this is the you difference. need to come up with mm -hmm. this is the difference our society says we don't know we're working on it when we figure out each piece we'll we'll think that we have the final answer and we'll move forward from there Whereas if you look past it, if you look at faith-based situations, it's, it doesn't, what are you talking about verified? This, this is, this is a thing. This it has it. meaning and that's the truth. And I'm going to live my life as if it, I'm not waiting for right. somebody yeah. to, to test it and verify it. It's, what are you talking about? Verify but a thing. Does you know it what I matter? Mean? Does it matter if there's a better reason for the explanation, for the answer? I mean, the, if if you're getting the benefits, that's it. That's it. That's it. You shouldn't question any further. I'm not saying that's it. I'm um, saying that's oh, okay. this is this is this is the discussion. I'm saying this, this is, the is discussion. the thing. Yeah, this is the thing. thing. Yeah, that's the thing. And that's the thing. So should we keep looking for the good reason, or, or for the, or is any reason enough? Because placebo or whatever, you're getting the benefits and but the thing is, it's not all, all good. It's not all benefits. Beliefs right. have huge consequences that are just ignorance-based. Um, or right. should we focus on just fix those ones that are, that are producing negative outcomes and then keep the good beliefs right. and, and not question them further? Or should we all, and I'm not, even saying in a society level, um, personally, should we try to right. find what the real reason is for anything that we're yeah. doing or we're trying to comprehend? Or is any, any belief good enough because right. you're getting the effect? I think that, that that's, that's the fundamental question here. And something Do you else want to become answer guy? Beside, well, <laughs> I, have another, I have another question or... or dimension of this of this problem okay what we're talking about right now is kind of a case-by-case -case approach it's saying in this specific scenario is it beneficial for me to have faith in a thing or, or put this unverified meaning to a thing because we know that it's going to have a positive net result in my life for believing it and and this is sort of like in a case case by case event by event basis but I think yeah. that there's another level where it's sort of an entire in or out mode where you're either in and everything around you is imbued with meaning. It doesn't matter if it's verified or not. And there's an out where nothing has any meaning and I'm going to wait until it has a specific, I have a specific understanding before I take any lessons or, or any, hold on, hold on. Can you hold it? Can you hold it? <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. So. So even in, in that state, in the in state, 
even if you see something and incorrectly you assume that say the weather changed because you did something horrible and it's because of that i mean that might even be a positive example because then you'll you'll think about your life you'll think about how you might change yourself you might uh, become try to become a better person because it got cloudy and and that would be a net positive result for believing something that's not real um, but even yeah. in a case where, say, you took something in your life as a message and you made a change in your life that actually was negative or, say, it, it changed your life for the worse, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be kicking yourself about it because you would be fully invested in that worldview. And you would fully think that what's happening has meaning and, and that everything is involved in that. And so what I'm trying to say here is that even in that scenario, you as a human being and your experience of the world would be everything makes sense. Everything makes sense. Even the negative things that are happening, even if it's slightly, if your life is on the whole is slightly less objectively positive than the out mode. You'd okay. still feel like you understand everything. You would still but feel like everything going on makes sense. And that's it a, make sense. Isn't that one of the most fundamental right. uh, experiences of suffering that a human being can have is that nobody knows what's going on, why we're here, what is happening, what your what's what actions you should take, why you should take those actions, what's going to happen in the future, why is things happening to me in the past? Those are forty percent, I think, of the existential of the existential negative mm -hmm. aspects of someone's experience of the world, and yeah. and that's and and that's uh, mitigated by the in mode, which even which. So my argument is maybe mm -hmm. the overarching net result can't be quantified. It can't be quantified okay. because yeah. the experience of it is something that you can't uh, measure, right? Or the results of behaving in accordance to that belief system. Yeah. And if the belief right. system is not accurate, if, if it's based on ignorance, yes, um, you might be in and you might be... Um, having the belief experience and the, yes. and the flow of the yeah. I know what's going on and I'm in yeah. this world and this is my game and I figure it out yeah. um, that might get your hormones flowing yeah. but you're you're gonna behave and whenever you need in in accordance to that mindset and whenever you need to make a life-changing decision which may which is gonna happen sooner or later and it's gonna happen again and again yeah, ongoing. Your life is going to start to go into a certain path. Yeah. And the big picture importance of this discussion, it's exactly there in the big picture. In like, where is our society going to end up? And if we're also taking into account the fact that we're bu building AI, the fact that the internet is taking over our lives yeah. and uh, if you're also taking that into account we need to be I think extremely careful 
when deciding if we're embracing if we're embracing a hundred percent factual based wisdom right. or if we're embracing some fiction so that we don't actually need to carry the overwhelming weight of not knowing mm -hmm. because not knowing at all it's too much and like and like never having an answer is also too much mm -hmm. so maybe maybe exactly. the conversation is in the in the actual details and the actual different variables and situations and right. it uh, let's maybe an ongoing conversation which needs to evolve and become a both and sort of comprehension of, right. of both viewpoints and but i my, think that's yeah. where both of them are by meaning peterson and harris they're arriving into the or they're trying to doing their best to arrive to what that both and comprehension would be right but that's hard well my argument or or the argument that i made about the in or the out is that you can't is that Either you can approach it on a case-by-case -case basis, and it could be a both-end scenario, and you can fundamentally take it event by event. Or it's either in or, you, in or you're out because in the, in, a, in the event by event, case-by-case -case scenario, you're not getting the overarching benefit of a permanent life imbued with messages and meanings that, that takes away, say, the existential burden of not knowing and allows you to to possibly have a better experience of being alive and this is all subjective and and projecting onto the possible experience or life experience of someone living in ancient egypt or someone living in a in a in a more faith-based um conscious tradition yeah but I still think that that is an important question. And as for AI and about the future, it's, possi it's possible that AI can, it's possible that computers and digital systems work better by a case-by-case -case and fact-based, evidence-based mechanism. But human beings sometimes function better on a faith-based, belief, knowing, meaning imbued, symbol imbued experience of the world. Of Possibly. course, yeah. But, there no, may, but there may actually, be a difference between we've, systems. We've had that framing for way longer than we've had the fact-based framing. Right. Right? And so that that's has the evolutionary argument. Right, yeah. Yeah. And so why take that away if we're still here and it has proven to to work even though we have exceptions where it's not the outcome is not moral or ethical right. at all. Even though we may have those exceptions, we've come so far for thousands of years who knows how long right mm -hmm. we've 
we've attained to that logic or yeah process and i think we even we again we i think we touched on this in the last podcast but maybe the answer or the way to go about it is faith faith um and belief in something is overall better in the situation where we know empirically that the outcome is going to be beneficial for the person so in those situations faith is better and belief in something that can't be verified is better than non-belief and to purely just believe in something that has to be verified before belief that in those right. situations now the one thing i'm wondering is maybe there there is something that you you can't measure because the a hundred percent in mode and this is maybe where it becomes circular and we don't need to stay in this pocket or this in this topic but mm -hmm. again it's if it's a case by case then then the ang the the existential issue of constantly wondering in this situation is it better to take a faith-based approach because we empirically know that it has benefits on me and my life if you approached every single scenario in your life or question in that way that's almost another layer of thing to of something to process and to constantly be in a state of confusion and in um yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so philosophically i think that's accurate that to believe in something when we empirically know that the faith in it is going to have benefit on your life that is philosophically beautiful and i think accurate but in practice but i think it's also practical no i don't think so i don't think it's practical because who's going to make who's going to make the list of things and exact situations and exact so that you know in this specific situation you're going to look it up on an index and go oh believing in this now will empirically have a beneficial impact on my life yeah you, you know what i mean it's going to be so subjective that the existential confusion and frustration is going to still exist and that's what i'm talking about in in terms of that's what fundamental faith alleviates okay. right right yes i agree um so Okay, <laughs> breathing <laughs> before I um, before we go into this again. Yes. So what I'm getting is it's better to believe and go along with your life um, and not over worrying about what the actual thing is. So if you have the vocation, if you have the calling to be a scientist, follow along, mm -hmm. obsess, uh, obsess yourself with the quest for fact-based truth. Mm -hmm. But let me, average civilian, to have my belief system and as long as I'm not interfering with anyone else, freedom and free mm. speech. Yeah. I'm, I'm rocking. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm great. I'm there right. and I'm in. And it's better to be in than to be out. 
except if you have the calling and the natural but so are we agreeing that only scientists should seek that because we could also know. argue that Maybe every, everybody every, should. Everyone, I don't know. Everybody, do they? Yeah, of course. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. So. But if I was completely fa a faith-based person, I would know, and I wouldn't have this dilemma. Right. So. And also, there's a question no, of not right, not right, because if we agree on that, we're kind of going against our own podcast and our own um, instinct to like um, have conversations and and promote that people have conversations. I don't think so. I can argue that it's the opposite. It's the it's okay, the yeah, it's right. the Terence McKenna. What do you think when you face the waterfall? It's the it's the Buddhist personal experience understanding of the world position. It's you tell me what your experience of the world has gotten you to believe and why and let's discuss it and talk about it and get into it and go back and forth on our different viewpoints as opposed to the earth is 3.5 billion years old. Yes. I mean, the earth is that old. Like, yes, I agree. I agree. Let's look at the internet and they say that that's true. Done. All right. The weather is formed by these patterns and you look it up and I look it up and we agree and it's done. And then the next topic, like there's no point. But if it's true, no, but you take it into account because science shows that it's true. Right. And I'm not, I'm not saying only that is true. There's, we're, we're, we agree that there's non-fact truths. Um, no, that's I not think... what we're talking about. We're not talking about there's non-fact truths. That's the thing that, that, that's not our discussion. That's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about there's non-fact beliefs that, isn't, that aren't truths, but they're, they're beliefs in why things are happening yes what's what's meaning yes. behind so things truth was the wrong word no okay, i guess non-fact beliefs yeah 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 it's not like uh say take the weather example you see a storm comes along and you go this is because this is because for the last year i've been x to people i've been uh you know overly argumentative with people and because i've you know, been spending my money poorly or whatever, and then you, and then you think about that. That's not necessarily a truth. I don't think you're you're just telling yourself like that cloud is this or or this is a fact that this cloud is telling me this. It's a feeling and an experience of reflection that's caused by the stimulus of a cloud and you which we're we're calling that meaning we're calling that meaning and that's the in mode mm -hmm. that's that's in that's the in mode that's yeah. the in mode and the, the truth is the rationalist materialist point of view where you need it needs to be measured it's something that you could locate proven. the answer of i think right and that and that everyone would agree on yeah no and, matter what right and that's the that's the buddhist thing of the only thing that's true is is what you've experienced in your 
your conscious uh, and and that ish, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's right yeah. i'm not saying but that's sort of the in mode the in but, mode is is internally verified beliefs and the out mode is externally right. externally received beliefs of external answers external explanations and the in mode right. is internal generation of meaning and internal generation of and i think that and i i honestly think that that is contrary to say religious dogma or religious doctrine and, and story that's a separate thing because that is external again that's out mode that's out mode but it's out mode of non of non-rational yeah. facts right it's it's not uh someone who's hardcore fundamentalist uh christian say is still out mode they're still taking facts from the bible they've just rep they've just switched out the out mode of science to the out mode of of bible religion yeah mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so they're and, and, they're and, separate and that's yeah and they're they're judging their own behavior in life through that value system and and through the and, answers from that from that from somebody else yeah right and so what you're, you're saying the the buddhist or eastern point of point of view is valuing the subjective meaning as a reference for the for the for 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 making decisions in life yeah. in relation to your right. behavior also um, maybe known as intuition but, but what about the way i understand the the buddhist tradition is in terms of wit um can i ignorance Please, yeah. I was just going to clarify. I wasn't making the statement that the Buddhist, that that Buddhism, advocates for imbuing natural phenomena with meaning based on faith and belief. I was just the notion of it's the Buddhist mm -hmm. notion of of uh, of um, valuing your experience as as valuable and as uh, and as truths and not to not to see which yeah. Which we may call intuition for now, which may be like a whole complete other conversation. Yeah, I don't but know it, if it's necessary. It's related yeah. to like like that in inner wisdom. Um, yeah. But that is also based on belief. Um, and and I think the representation of the belief would be something like. Ignorance and wisdom are the opposites of the landscape and ignorance causes suffering and you start ignorant and then as you develop hmm. that understanding um, but I don't think so because ignorant can ignorance can sometimes be the, the solution to suffering and and I don't think I don't I, think I don't think that the, how is ignorance the landscape the to suffering? It could be in certain situations. If you're on a life raft and you're on the ocean and you're alone, if you don't know that sharks exist, you might survive. If you know that sharks exist, you might freak out, try to make some solution to keep the sharks at bay, use some of your resources and 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 die because of it. 
sometimes ignorance is like ignorance is bliss sometimes ignorance is uh is the is less suffering than knowing sometimes that's true and i don't necessarily think that the that there's a hierarchy of 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 positive of positive on the one hand is knowledge and negative on the one hand is ignorance that's associated with buddhism or eastern tradition i think that i mean the 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 four paths to enlightenment or the the four buddhist main teachings are are not related to understanding or knowledge um i don't know if i agree to that but we could talk about that right um, but, you know, the, the, the Dalai Lama has publicly said that if science contradicts any Buddhist belief, that Buddhists should stop believing in that and incorporate the new knowledge that's available now. And so I guess the, the teaching there would be that you don't have to worry over... Mm -hmm finding the good reason or, or whether something is 100% true or just 90 or whatever. Yeah. If you embrace your intuitive understanding, because, yeah, I also don't agree. It's like 0% ignorance and then 100% like knowledge until you reach bliss or like, of course, yeah. there are situations where ignorance could be bliss. I would argue that in most cases, ignorance is suffering, but we could talk about that some other time. Yeah. Uh, my because, my because... issue with this thing is related to what we were talking in, in terms of um, the, the the quest for for truth mm -hmm. and whether that matters in a practical situation for ourselves. Yeah. And. And I think we kind of lost track a little bit when we I agree. mentioned these conversations. No, I agree. And, but I just want to yeah. say that in the ignorance, in, in the ignorance is bliss column is all animals. Most animals that we believe aren't conscious of themselves in the future and their life. They have moments of of being present and not and not aware of all the dangers to think about all of the possible things that could go wrong all of the so i mean it's a both and situation and that's i think why there can't be a hierarchy of knowledge equals positive experience and, and ignorance mm -hmm. equals negative experience um but i guess like the benevolent father and the tyrannical father and the and the same opposing forces in the maternal archetype it's that idea that there are positive and negatives to everything and that's the both and and the incorporation of both and mm -hmm. and uh yeah i i took more of a stance on the faith side as being more experientially beneficial because that's i mean i don't know and i could argue the complete opposite but I think that mm -hmm. I see I see a I'm, lot I see a lot of benefit in I see a lot of potential benefit in believing things that you can't verify. Me and too. that's yeah, something that I think is worth exploring.
Um, but yeah, a lot. Yeah, man. And and also way more accessible than than um, the rationalist path, I would say. Um, to to get highly educated is, I suppose, less difficult as technology becomes more available and information is more available. Yeah. So that you know the average civilian would have a more of a scientific literacy, a scientific language, and where I think we're collectively moving towards that. But the case to be made is let's not obsess over that. That will happen and some explanations would be debunked. Mm-hmm. But it's there's more value in embracing your your own beliefs and right. your your own moral system. Yeah. Well, not yeah. No, I don't want to say moral, moral system. Maybe. Yeah, you can't go around and saying I think killing people is good for them, and that's my moral system. But, but there's people, of course, that don't can't know the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Well, they would be yeah. so, psychopaths, or they could have a tumor in their head. Right. 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 Uh, so the art. Uh, so if you if you have a tumor in your head. Like there was a guy who who actually wrote a note and said, um, I've, he, he's, he was like serial killer and he said like, I yeah. don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know, remember the name or the case. It was a, a was university like, professor. You guys need to check my chest, check my head professor. or something. Yeah, right. it was a university yeah. professor and he was in some tall tower in the university. He shot a bunch of people and his family and himself. And they found in his room, they found a note that was like, something's wrong look at my brain yeah Yeah. and there was a and they found the tumor yeah and that that explains does that explain the evil the evilness of what he did is that a is that finding the right reason and is that better than you know believing that he was possessed um, possessed exactly yeah yeah, I mean, I'm not asking so that you take a no, position. I know. I know. I'm sure it's complex, but uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, one thing <laughs> that I mean. So, the one idea that kind of makes me consider moral relativism, I guess, is thinking of, say, cannibalistic not can yeah cannibalistic tribes say in Papua New Guinea or something like that, where for thousands of years and who knows how long, say, and just based on the story from BBC Tribe series of this man telling a story of when they're younger, there's the, the belief system is there's people in the forest from other tribes, other groups of people that will just show up and kill and t- take them. And that... Mm-hmm. If you kill that person and eat them, you you like appease the spirit of, of your family member 
and peace and uh, a state of well-being can be brought back to the community. And that this was a way of dealing with just random murderers and people who were killing God knows how many numbers of people in your village, in, in the group, in your tribe, the people that you lived with. And that yeah. this, this abhorrent, immoral act brought on well-being and, and peace and, and closure and a state of benefit for the rest of the, the group of people. Now, I think you could probably make an argument for, well, if they knew that person was just a murderer and a crazy person, then they could treat it differently. They didn't have to do an immoral act. And it's just their belief system that made them generate this. But it still goes to show that maybe if they approached it from a purely logical standpoint, it wouldn't have the metaphysical benefits or metaphysical result that it did. And that's that's mm -hmm. where I would never think that that act was moral, ever. But yeah. I understand why that practice was done and on, on why it existed. And yeah, it's really confusing. That situation for me is where moral relativism gets mm. really confusing for me and that's that's like the max that's like at the top of the level of what we were yeah. talking about before of like you have and belief that in rocks that can heal you way down here on the like moral thing that that you're believing in that's not yeah. true and you have <laughs> yeah. cannibalism over like at the at maybe the top of like <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. this is where, you know, going into an extreme sometimes helps better understand what position you might take. <laughs> but I'm not a moral <laughs> like... relativist. I'm not a moral relativist. Exactly. Yeah. For... So the devil's in the details. Um, there's the a lot to details. talk about. Uh, and there's a lot to discuss in the little details and the specific situations where yeah. things aren't really clear uh, if they're beneficial or not, right? Yes, I have a question for you. Yes. Have you ever sat or laid down cross-legged with the sun and held a diamond-shaped or a pyramid-shaped crystal and then focused on your third eye. Have you done that? I haven't done the crystal <laughs> on the third eye, but I've sat down cross leg um, facing the sun. Yeah. Just uh, overwhelmed by the orangeness of the closed eyes and yeah. the sunlight going through the eyelids, which is wonderful. And then opening a little bit the eyelids so that you focus on the tip of the nose. Yeah. And after a while, you see some like like a blue um, or like a white blue um, double triangle. Like like that's nice. Like like a little gem. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And while you were uh, doing that, did but, you were no. you 
feeling the effect and the heat and the energy flowing through your body and imagine the benefits that you were getting from it? No, I was just like, oh, okay. holy shit, I'm, holy shit, I'm looking at this that became like a blue right. gem and it's here and if I open or close just a little bit more my eyes, I will lose concentration and I will stop looking at this beautiful thing that just yeah. appeared to my to right me. and so i was just trying to become to to not become but stay still right and keep the stillness going and the concentration and yeah and, and you were it, narrating it, the experience you were yeah there were thoughts happening right. but but i was observing them and not allowing them to distract the yeah, the fact that I, that I was I was looking at the thing. <laughs> nice, it's crazy. Dude, that's yeah. nice. But Do you think tell me that... tell me about your experience. What no, I I, ha I haven't I haven't done that, and I what? okay okay. Although okay, maybe like... maybe it's maybe it's better to hold it upside down so that the base is here mm -hmm. and then it goes down to the point, and that it's 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 magnifying and, and directing. But that's better yeah, in my maybe. see in my mind. It's, uh, you know, I want to try that. And the uh, skeptic and the like rationalist scientist is like, dude, that's not that's so stupid. Obviously, that's never going to have. But you could Any also go, you could also go, well, let's not think about that. Let's embrace the possible placebo and just believe and go into it and see how it feels and maybe, mm. you know, maybe it feels great. Yeah. And, and, you know, by doing that, you're opening yourself to new possibilities mm -hmm. and the fact that, you know, science can't explain it all by doing that, you're breaking boredom in your life and you're diving into new experiences and, and, you yeah. know, putting yourself out there into just figuring out new tools, yeah. Maybe. Um, have you done any visualizations? Yeah, lots, uh, different or... ones. Sometimes I freestyle, freestyle them, but uh, yeah, okay. there's different ones that okay. are nice. Have you ever ever visualized your energy centers, um, like body scanning in a metaphysical? uh dimension uh not, An analysis not a lot of dimension. that <laughs> not a lot of that but a lot of uh creating different substances that i can that i can deliver throughout my body and then extend it okay. into my extend it into my environment and slowly google maps zoom out and 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 try to slowly like take that substance and fill it over the entire world and if i can hold con conscious then like make it as big and imagine andromeda mm -hmm. different galaxies and like go Dude. as far as possible with like different substances sometimes it's like a glowing thing sometimes it's like Right, so you manufacture static. the thing before you, yeah, you give it to and yourself. It starts, it starts, and then you. That's crazy, bro. Nice. Yeah, it's good. I like doing that. Is and that if like I, a metaphysical psychedelic? I'm not sure, but as soon as I, as soon as I, 
like like think about it or have a thought i i imagine it like reduces and goes back and i have to like concentrate again and like get it going it's like a living nice yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a living would, thing yeah and sometimes you... you can associate with breath you breathe in and it goes like that and then it goes down and then when you exhale you can would you associate that experience <laughs> with astral projection as a label that that you know generalizes these experiences with people? Uh, I guess I haven't really read enough on that what that whole thing is, but maybe. Maybe. I think uh, the one thing that's cool about reading esoteric, not esoteric, but like new agey, new agey stuff. <laughs> yeah, is like. Mm -hmm basically the statement that you can that uh physically it would take so long to go from here to there but you can imagine and that you can actually put the you know that and whether or not you're believing or even considering that you're physically going there or whatever it's still yeah. an interesting idea to really think about the fact that you can do anything in your mind like you actually can you know, and, and Dude, but you actually came up with a with with method of delivering or like achieving um, or carrying the the imagination. Yeah. So I think I think that's great. It's like we we talked about in relation to memory how people right. build their houses and yeah. their their furniture and like you have Man. this different um, substances that that carry a concept yeah. and if you do that's, that's that's mental alchemy dude that's mental alchemy and that's yeah, the yeah, stuff yeah. that's the stuff that i'm super like that's what i wanted that's the reason why meditation man when I, when my meditation practice is is uh consistent and i do like a while my mental imaging like gets so much better like the detail i can mm -hmm. create the the right, richness yeah. the vividness the uh like basically it it's in the initial stages it's like words it's vague there's lots of moving black blob and like white like whatever i like where this is going and and uh <laughs> and the more the more i meditate the more that i can make a picture resolution and actually focus on the picture I remember when I was awesome. when I was a kid and I was skateboarding. Yeah. Uh, what always frustrated me to no end was that I couldn't visualize doing a kickflip from the same camera angle. <laughs> okay. Like yeah. one camera angle, you're going, you flick, and the and the the board stays on the same axis, and I see the same axis, and I land, and then I and then I go. I couldn't, mm -hmm. it would always change angle or switch camera or flicker away and I'd have to pull it back and start over. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I and I couldn't understand why I couldn't. And I would bet you also couldn't kickflip. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so yeah, so it's highly no, related. But even after that... I succeeded, even after I could kickflip, I still okay. couldn't mentally I couldn't see it. I still couldn't see it. And I wouldn't say that it was a consistent, you know, I wasn't very good, but it was the occasional and, and one, in, now, one in 30 attempts land a kickflip. Now, 10 years later, 
you could visualize it. You could see it from the same camera angle. I could say that you kind of developed. I can't now, yeah. but I could say I did do that when I was meditating a lot and I was like, whoa, I can really picture stuff. I remembered yeah. that as a kid and I went, let's do this and I could do it. <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. But I don't That's think that's fascinating. And, and I, I think we could go into dreaming and, yeah. and make it makes some kind of metaphor where you can actually develop the clarity in which you imagine stuff. In, in which exactly. you imagine yes. yourself you experiencing that reality. You can. And I think it's part of the quote unquote awakening process of maybe that's not the word I should maybe that's not Awakening should has so much baggage. It has so much baggage. But maybe I went with awakening because it has to do with light and clarity okay and that clarity is it's hard to picture as an ability but i think that's what where we're getting getting right now yeah to, well, to, to picture that clarity and that power of clarity as an ability and mm -hmm. that i think the potential for that being a great ability to have in life is huge man creativity all kinds of stuff all kinds of stuff yeah. i think that um that is, I think that's like um, the emotional regulation, stress regulation, focus, all of that, those elements of meditation that we've talked about before, being present, being in the moment, all of that stuff is maybe the reason why I would do a meditation practice, but the the like juice yeah. the like the fun the like the maybe the secondary interest that's that's possibly maybe larger is the interest in in developing the uh the mental imaging and and, and projecting abilities of manifesting imagery and uh because what what's yeah. what's fascinating about lucid dreaming is the fact that you're in a dream, but you can control what happens. If you mm -hmm. practice meditation enough, I think you could just do that anyways. You could yeah. just imagine, be any, do whatever. And, mm -hmm. and the, um, yeah, it's, uh, that stuff is so cool. That stuff is so cool. And I think, but it takes dedication. Maybe I that's the same as that's the same as the kundalini thing where people supposedly are able to on the spot endogenously re release dmt and have unbelievable experiences from a dedication to kundalini or to meditation if you dedicate like and i think that's that's the baggage associated with awakening uh you know the the relation with the secret the secret movement and the Imagine and you shall receive and the um, I hate that stuff. I hate that that stuff um, but I, I think people who believe in that Is as a consequence of you know Believing in the power of imagination Yes as as the ultimate power right. and and dismissing action in a lot of ways. 
right? Dismissing um, action. Yeah, because stuff is not going to happen and manifest oh, I see. itself, I see. even if you can visualize it a lot. Right. Yeah. Uh, or even if you can visualize it perfectly. But also, if you don't visualize it, it won't happen. Of course. It yeah. has to be yes. mentally manifested first, always. Yes. Yeah. But you can't. The idea that that just imagining some something is like calling forth in the universe and is something that you've started an engine that will deliver it to you because you imagined it. That's ridiculous. But yeah. I could also say that pulling up desires and goals in your head repetitively will subconsciously make you make decisions that will result in you getting closer to that thing. That's also true. Of course. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but, but the clarity that we're talking about, uh, yeah. I think you can clarity can be metaphysical clarity can be clarity and understanding as well. And that's different. That's separate, but clarity yeah. as like resolution or the ability to imagine something or to, um, basically that's... what it comes down to is using your mind for one task. And that's, yeah. that's a clear, that's the clarity of mind of not clarity of not clarity of mind of having vacant or of, you know, pure, you know, comfort or clarity as in like, I'm clear and I'm not, I'm not worrying about <laughs> stuff, but clarity of resolution of engineering imagery in your mind is, uh, I think that's trainable. And I think, and I, I want to, I want to do that. And this may have a relationship with the multiverse hypothesis. Um, and there could be an argument that this mental pictures that you could clearly manifest yes. are just possible possibilities that you're allowing yourself to visualize and then you can more or less choose if you want that possibility to collapse into a manifested reality and I think that would be very close to a new age-ish woo-woo-ish yeah um understanding of things 100 percent right. um but i'm mentioning it because we were just you know um floating away from the previous conversation where, where we, we were you know talking about how you construct the overall um maze <laughs> maze <laughs> <laughs> The, you know, the, 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 how do you structure your own reality, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And even if you don't and can't prove if it's valuable, if it's 
the right reason or, or if it's true, maybe um, embracing those or a system that goes along with that. Oh, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> okay. So I will be back. Do you want to introduce a sponsor for this evening? Uh, yeah, this sponsor is brought to you by uh, Hummingbirds and, and uh, Cauliflower and, uh, and Chameleon, Chameleons. Chameleons. Welcome back. Can you, can you uh, reformulate the sentence you had or it's gone? It's, it's lost. It's gone. It's, it's lost. I am lost. I feel like a lost soul. I know. I, I guess. I will. Can I? Uh, I I got something that's 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 uh, yes. that's on the thing. Yes. Uh, I'm flowing with it. Um, I think that imagining a future potential in your life in a clear way is sure. I'm not interested in that. To me, that's like whatever, dude. That's like okay. That's cool, but that's like the focus of people who are talking about this this process or talking about this potential, say the whole secret thing, right? Yeah. That whole thing is all about getting stuff. Right? Not really. Well, I mean, okay, yeah, but I get I that, get you can but... say manifesting whatever you want to occur and it's not always about getting stuff. But what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is yeah. a virtual reality like Dude, exactly. That's uh, where I'm going. Like yes. fantasy, <laughs> fantasy, uh, I'm fiction. I'm actually concerned that our that our reality might be virtual. I am existentially concerned, and I'm not. That's being not what a, I'm talking a, about. A, but okay. Yes, yes, you are. It's not. It's very related. It's highly related. And okay. You're talking about. You think we're in a simulation? I don't. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know where. No, not, but that's though. that's your I, topic. That's the topic that you think that I'm talking about. Yeah, but I'm. I, I'm I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't put it in, into the simulation hypothesis trash can. Um, it's so much more complex. Um, it has to do with physics, and it has to do with what you're talking about. Floor I is think. yours, dude. I, um, I want to hear your point first because I think I interrupted you. Yeah, I don't think I have a point. I think all I was saying, <laughs> okay. I think all I was saying is I want to manifest dream state at any point and to imagine things at 100% clarity and use the ability of image project of, of my of mind to to do whatever you want. There's different activities you could do. There's different uh, functions you could use that for. Planning, mm -hmm. future planning, goal setting, uh, entertainment, designing, plot lines yeah. to movies, writing, uh, dreams, dreaming. Uh, and to me, that's what's enticing or cool about it is the, the the potential and the uses and the activities are unknown until the ability has been met, has been uh, 
practiced into existence. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're, you're not talking about the, the, the hypothesis or the probable explanation in terms of um, whatever. No, yeah. But you're talking about yeah. developing the skill of the, the mental ability of, yes. of that's clarity. It. Yes. Yes, that's I it. understand. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. We were just talking yes. about, uh, we were talking about it. This all started with the, uh, with the crystal on the, on the mind. Yeah. 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 Of course. We're talking about things, um, to, things to do, things to do in the mind. It's hard, it's hard for me to, 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 you know, separate the whole thing because, um, yeah, I don't understand the connection at all, but, but how, how are those connected? How are those connected, man? They're, dude, I could go, <laughs> I could seriously go into how they're connected. Um, but I want to stick with the fact that the ability to daydream. Yeah. And to consciously visualize anything. Yeah. It's, it's highly underrated and, and the ability to dream as well. So, and, and yeah. I wish I knew how to further develop those, that ability the best possible way. Like, I think just doing it, I think just doing it like anything, just playing with it, like playing like, with it, doing visualization, yeah. meditation, regular mm -hmm. meditation, focus, meditation, uh, all of that stuff, meditation of so, different sorts, I think, you know, so I'm, I'm thinking of spending time without outer input. Yeah. So that you become the creator of that input. And, and I think a possible answer is darkness. Play with darkness. Yeah. And isolation. go into darkness. Isolation, yeah. but yeah, isolation from light, from yeah. external light. Isolation and, tanks probably the maximum for this, for this potential. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's it's so expensive, but that's one of the things I enjoy about isolation tanks is that is that it 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 helps set the the blank what about, state. Yeah, it, yeah. What about the mindful thing by Alex Gray, um, the the mask? I don't know what that, that you, is. You, well, it's 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 a I it's an eye mask uh, for meditation or or mind voyage experiences <laughs> that you can open your eyes when you have it on oh, so yeah. that it's it's not i see um, i see i see but i've done i've done a lot of blindfolding stuff and it's a hundred percent easier to get things manifested if you don't have even a small light uh, right. being input because if you have like a small thing, the brain will try to like yeah. like explain it, make it a thing, uh, notice it. Um, yeah, I don't know. But you so, still so you allowing still... yourself to have that blank yeah that blank canvas by blindfolding right. Yourself. But I also think that repetitive meditation and practice can you can you can get so good that it, it, it's practically, it doesn't matter that you are, uh, you know, I mean, if, 
the so the practice of going into say focus meditation on on breath the initial step for me is to to notice all the sounds around me and then to allow them to just be there and to not let it and of course they will influence your state to some degree mm-hmm. but in a way uh in a way isolation is is a is a cheat code to the muscle that can be formed through practice and that's a cheat code a cheat like, like a shortcut yeah, a shortcut yeah. yeah i mean that's not to okay. say that if you say practiced so mm. much if you're so if you have the skill of being able to remove senses in meditation that's not to say that if that same person went into an isolation tank they wouldn't have like it wouldn't be extra i think it would be extra but i think it's just the point that the main the fundamental practice i think or the fundamental issue to that's preventing someone to from getting there is is just straight up meditation practice focus just straight up the ability to not be distracted and to maintain the activity of the mind without yeah. without distraction that's that's the and, and From... that that doesn't that doesn't require the removal of light in fact it, it's more practice to be in a noisy light filled environment and practice being able to dissolve it's more more demanding yeah uh, it's harder to focus yeah but if you're coming from zero um i i agree that focusing focus meditation would be the first better step i think it's all uh, it's all good yeah but we're we're talking about the playing with the visualization so you could stay in focus and not and become a master of focus, which will allow you to to visualize things faster and to to move faster towards the visualization clarity that mm-hmm. we're talking about. But you can't always stay um, a practicing focus. You need to to like, as we were saying, play with mental scenarios and 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 test yourself like. I, I want to be here and how fast can you and how detailed can you be in your creation of that clarity? So that's yeah. why I think that immersing yourself in darkness is almost like going into a safe playground so that you can from scratch build that muscle or that ability and yeah. so that when you're in a noisy or that even if you're in a very waking and there's a lot of stimula stimulus <laughs> stimul, uh yeah even then but you have to you could do it but you have to work towards having more pressure so that you can perform better yeah i don't think we're in disagreement at all it's like it's just yeah. different different sides of the same coin but it's it's you know it's different but where do you feel that are all, thing, things are are completely interrelated i mean it, i could lay into a dark room right now and not be able to do anything because of the busyness of the mind it it i think it's it's uh it's all but it would be easier than if you were in a park it would be easier for you to yeah. go into the visualization if you were without input um, that's yes, why yes and no yeah. and yes and no in my in my book um, yes and no 
I think it, it totally depends on a lot of factors, but but it's all interrelated and, and the I think it all that matters is that it's a is that if you start practicing and doing any of those things on a regular basis, you're gonna get closer to being able to manifest imagery in your mind successfully. And I think that that's the goal. I mean, there I don't see a function in arguing what's better or worse because I think they're all things that have to happen if, if you want to get somewhere. Um, but I do think if you don't try to explore it in, in different aspects, you won't take it very long. Or, or if you won't have a, a process where you're developing the ability. Um, so what I would like to explore, instead of just continuing doing the same type of meditation, um, try to come up with different explorations so that I could play more, come more in contact with mm -hmm. the visualization aspect mm -hmm. and how, and my relationship to that ability, how I could maybe improve it. Or maybe I don't even know where I'm standing. Mm -hmm. I have a, a pretty good sense of where I'm standing. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is it'll be fun to discuss what possible specific meditations and, I, and I'm proposing like uh, darkness, and also focusing on sound I th and, and smell rather than only visual, that will help the ability to, to, to immerse yourself in that fiction that you're creating. And yeah. that brings more like form to the clarity. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's, it's, it's a lot, mm -hmm. but I could, I could, I see myself playing with that and hundred percent. Yeah. And kind of even documenting the, the journey, mm -hmm. seeing what, what works. And I have, well, I, there's a lot of lit literature that could even provide some pre-walked path into that, the ability to daydream better and and I'm yeah. sure dreams help a lot as well. I don't know if you agree on that, but. Yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot there. I don't remember my dreams, so there's maybe a lot that I need to work on with that. But in terms of meditation practice, possibly reading other stuff can help. But from my standpoint, I think everything when it comes to meditation has to do with physically doing it personally. And you'll learn through the practice and that's in my mind what it's all about and what I'm that's what the practice is for me right now I think it's about making it a habit when I do meditate I feel good about my regimen right now I think the nice I think mm -hmm. it's there's there's like you know the the sequence of things that I try to go through I think is is pretty good as long as I can do it on a regular basis I try to do concentration meditation for a while and then I do visualization and it, I switch it up and if I can continue to pair both on a regular basis as a habit I think that that's 
yeah, hopefully, hopefully if I can do that, then I can start exploring and experimenting in the future. But for me, that's the foundation that I need that I need to get. Um, and then if yeah. I, if I go into darkness, then, you know, it'll it'll help me once I get that yeah. practice going. But uh, yeah, I've uh, how are you feeling? I've got an energy crash. I think I probably should make some lunch here. Of course. Yeah, I'm good. Um... I was also going to mention, just to wrap it up, uh, well, this specific uh, topic. Yeah. That I completely agree that focusing on, on, you know, what foundation would be, and I agree with concentration. Mm -hmm. I just wonder if um, practicing attention to detail would also enhance the ability a lot more. And I, I could... Personally, I think those um, are the same thing personally, but yeah. What's the same thing? Concentration and, and noticing detail, I think, are. Maybe, yeah, I mean, you could, yeah, we could say that 100%. Yeah. What I was, what I was more specifically bringing up is that, um, you know, um, I could be and and yeah that would be like first steps to practice concentration in the way it like you could pick breathing and stick to breathing and or 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 some rhythm or whatever repetition thing you could practice and that would would develop concentration but um when i was trying to develop uh, you know, having more vivid dreams, it really made a difference. Uh, and and I, I think I'm saying this out of experiment, personal experimentation, really okay. made a difference to start having like five to 10 minutes where I, instead of concentrating on a single thing, I would try to observe every little detail and there's always more detail inside the detail and there's yeah. always a lot to notice and practicing that made me notice more details in the dream state and that made the experience way more real, way way more vivid. It has to do with detail, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, and the, I wonder if that could apply to you know uh, conscious visualization as well. Yeah, I th I guess that's something that is an is an obvious connection in terms of when when I practice it, it, it. That's something that just occurs. I guess that's why I mentioned that they were interrelated. Like if I do the visualize visualization of, of zooming out Google Maps view, the more I can be present and, and concentrate on that activity, the more detail I can create, the more resolution I can create, the more I can notice, the more I can, the more I can, um, the more detail I can expose and also create in that, in that modeling of, of, my mind, the more that I get distracted, the more that I notice sound, the more that I, that things come and go, the less detail I can create and the more less than the less detail that I can ex uncover. So it's all yeah. it's all one okay. um, activity in my mind. But but I totally agree that yeah, the, the, maybe goal, in my mind. the goal is detail. I agree that that the goal is more and more but I detail. Didn't say that. Yeah. OK. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, Let's close it up because sure, lost yeah. Energy. I guess some things aren't as obvious to me, but I I think it's fun to 
talk over those details and no i yeah i yeah. agree yeah let's close it up yeah <laughs> all right thanks man for another uh great great conversation uh episode eight sure uh it's been what almost two hours that's like yeah that's like our mm -hmm. it's, it's funny it's always around the same time where we're like yeah okay let's wrap it up i think it's uh, also because we're starting at the same time of day and um you know it gets to 1 p.m after i guess i haven't had any uh food today so when this the crash of the caffeine goes it's also maximized so you, food crash you went without breakfast into caffeine and mm -hmm. uh yeah okay, uh, no, awesome still yeah beautiful thanks until next we'll time see you. until next time